Welcome back to another episode of The Shine Podcast. I am your host, Shauna Starr. I am a photographer, of course, podcaster, and originally I am from Minnesota, although I have not lived there in almost 12 years, which is crazy to say, and I've lived in five different states before now being in the fabulous Emerald Coast part of Florida, which I absolutely love, and I get to show off all those bright, fun, fabulous poses and photos and colors right here. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about business, specifically Pinterest. So let's dive right in. Before I actually started listening to other podcasts and learning about Pinterest for business, I would sometimes pin my blog posts or pin photos. And I started noticing something. Certain pins would get repinned for months and months and sometimes even a year after I would post it. I use Pinterest a lot for my own personal use as well, so I would design pins off of what I would be drawn to and what would jump out to me and what I would like, and I didn't really see it as a business tool at the time, like a lot of people, but thought it would help me and my Google SEO if I was setting up my SEO, which is search engine optimization, if I was setting that up correctly, and at the very least, it couldn't hurt to pin some of these things. And it was easy to just pin directly from my blog posts and maximizing images for SEO. Hundreds of pins and blog posts later, I started really learning more about this platform and then implementing what I've been learning. And since then, I want to now share a few things with you if you aren't using it for business. First of all, I want to almost break a myth of what we believe Pinterest is because technically it's under the category of social media platforms and they certainly are changing things to make it feel more like social media and have some of those aspects in some of the stories and how you can pin. But it is actually a search engine and I think we need to start tweaking and shifting our mindset into using Pinterest as a search engine. People and your audience go to Pinterest for a direct search, an answer, inspiration, and those are people who are ready to purchase or find their resource to help the specific problem that they're looking for, unlike a lot of the people on other social media platforms. And I'm not saying they can't look for you on, say, Instagram and Facebook, but Pinterest unlike other social medias, is a place where you go to seriously look for something specific, which is a great for your audience and to be found organically. So start using it like a search engine tool and they're going to be looking for what you specifically have. You may notice it's harder now to get noticed on Instagram and there are tons of ways to still grow on those other platforms, but there's so many reasons why I love Pinterest and one of those reasons is how long a pin or post lives on. Unlike Instagram and Facebook, if you post something there and the engagement is low, more than likely you're gonna see a huge drop off after like mm, 10 minutes and then nothing after 24 hours. It's lost in the sea of Instagram forever. But Pinterest pins live months and months and sometimes, like I said, a year to be able to be searched and found. I still notice pins being repinned over a year later. It's incredible. So did you know that 444 million people are using Pinterest every single day? And yes, some of them, including myself sometimes, do sit there and scroll for just pretty things to pin. But more people use it to find something, like I said before. It is resources and knowing 
Knowing this lets you know your ideal client is on Pinterest because of it being more of a search engine tool that wants you to click the pins that are directing you off of the platform. The path to buying is way more direct when your website is connected. Unlike Instagram, where they want you to stay on that platform and will do anything for you to not leave that platform, Pinterest actually encourages it which means a lot more traffic can be flowing through your website if you have your website linked. So even though my analytics for my website clump Pinterest in with Instagram and Facebook as far as where my hits come from, so it says social media underneath my analytics and it's got Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, and so on, every month, 60 to 70% of my website clicks from social media alone come from Pinterest. And this is the platform I'm honestly spending the least amount of time on, which means I need to be investing probably a bit more time if I'm going to be honest. That doesn't mean though that they're necessarily converting to clients. Of course, I still get a lot of clients and customers from Facebook and Instagram since my photography business is one that's image heavy and searching. And my business is normally one that takes time to purchase from. It's not just a quick purchase online, but it means I should be paying attention to these clicks from Pinterest and ways to convert them into clients. Now, if I'm not talking about just social media, like I said, but all of my clicks and where they come from to my website, most of them actually don't even come from any social media platform at all. Now again, a lot of my customers might direct message me from those social media sites and I do actually book a lot of clients on social media. But most of the clicks to my website don't even come from those social media platforms at all. For instance, I looked at my this last month and the direct clicks were 43%, search was 31-ish percent, and social media was only 21%, and then there is referral and email and stuff as well which is great information to have. It's telling me that the years of working on my website and blog and my SEO is worth all of the hard work since most of the way people find my website and click through are direct or search tools. This is important because so many think that website and SEO and blogging is actually dead. And although I'm not a two times a week blogger or five times a week and make sure I'm super consistent, it has made a huge difference in how my business shows up on Google or other search engines. In fact, I just started Googling myself last night again to see where I'm at. And a lot of the searches that I'm looking for make me number one or at least on the first page of Google, which is huge since I've only been here about four years. And I know that's slightly off topic. I just wanted to say that websites and blogging is not dead. And so when I'm explaining this to you, it actually does correlate into then pinning those on Pinterest because people will find you. And if I was spending even more time on Pinterest and have been researching this specific way for people to find my website, I think about how many more clicks could have gone to my website just from Pinterest. It's pretty incredible. So let's go back to social media only. Without fail, when I try to pin or not, Pinterest has been the highest click rate to my website for at least a year, always crushing the other social media platforms. Again, conversion rate might be a little bit lower. It's something I'm specifically working on for my business, but I know these pins are living for months and months and then can be seen and searched for. And Pinterest has actually been a hot topic when I start talking anything marketing and business with people around me. And I thought I'd share a little bit about what I've learned in the past few years about this platform and why you should be on it as a business owner. I actually wanna give you a few tips 
on how to pin because we all know you just click, pin, save it to a board. But there's a little bit more strategy that we can do behind that as well and I wanna give you a few of those tips. The first tip is actually how many pieces of content you should be sharing within, say, a blog post. So when I write a blog, of course, mine is image heavy for my photography business. And in that, I want at least to pin 10 to 20 pieces of content. Now, when I'm doing these podcast episodes, I've been trying to see how many pieces of content I need for those. And I'm only doing between three and five, which is a lot less. But I just want a kind of experiment, and that is all social media ever is. And if I'm failing or not seeing it, I can always tweak that. But if you have, like I said, image heavy, try to go between those 10 and 20 pieces of content. And within that, you'll notice that, of course, vertical takes up more room on your page. So I do say try to do a lot of vertical images, use different words that are bold and easily can be red and different color schemes still within your business design and try some of those videos and multiple images and each pin and just experiment with what is being repinned and what people like to see and those visuals are going to make a huge difference with then how you can pin in the future and actually what i've done recently is for my podcast is i set up those pieces of content in a photoshop or though you can use canva design and so each podcast episode, I'll just go in, switch in some images, maybe tweak a little things there, and it just sets up kind of a design set for me so I'm not spending hours and hours on this content. Another thing is to use Pinterest like a user would. Don't just use it to pin your own business pins, but if you use Pinterest by for your personal things and inspiration for you and you keep some of it public, one, you're going to understand how Pinterest users use it and you'll understand better how to design for them. And also, it has been found that when you use it for personal reasons as well, your pins are more likely to be found. I don't have the reason behind that. I just know that to be true. And so I love Pinterest anyway. So I use it for my own inspiration too. Be sure to stick to your authentic brand design, which means you don't have to put on all the colors and try to get all of the people when you're doing those design content pieces. Try to stick to your colors and your branding because you're gonna find your ideal client and who's attracted to that design even better. Now, I actually do this next one through my website, which is to alt text on images, which basically means you are naming the image to be found. So it's not like I upload an image called 82675JPEG. It is going to be called Panama City Beach Bachelorette or whatever that piece of content is showing in the photograph and how I want to name it. So I do that on my website. So by the time I pin it, it is already saved as that. And then you can also add in those little keywords right in the description as well and link it right to your website. So the next one, of course, is link to your website, your product and your service. And don't just put the watermark on your images because honestly, if I click on something on Pinterest and it doesn't go right to the website, I give up. If the link is broken, I'm done, I move on. So make sure that those links are active and it's not broken. Another, if you're not sure where to start or how to name those pins, is actually just go into the search bar and type in a few of the search keywords that you think fit your business and see what pops up. So if I type in uh, 30A Bachelorette, well, there's gonna be a few more words after that, or Bachelorette Beach, or Beach Bachelorette, and I'm gonna see some other words pop up, and then I can use those to help me name those other images and other pins along the way. It's a very easy way to start optimizing those pins if you're not doing the other things behind the scenes for your SEO. 
And one more is I just started doing this. You can pin directly from Instagram. I've been doing this from my desktop because I have the little Pinterest icon on my search bar. So I can just pull up an image and post right from there. Videos, photos, doesn't matter. I can pin right from Instagram, which is perfect because now people can either be taken to my Instagram site or my website and they can start following me or purchase or become a client and a follower. So it's pretty exciting and I just started doing that and you might be thinking I've been doing that for years, but it's new to me and I highly suggest it. And I know, I know, this just seems like another thing to add to your tasks for your business, another thing you don't have time for, another social media platform you can't fit into your schedule and feel like you can show up 100%. But if you knew your ideal clients were looking specifically for what you have and not just scrolling, your hard work on your website would be well used to pin those pieces of content that you're already sharing on your website. So keep in mind, you might not see a bunch of repins in one day or even for months. I found that the most part, not always though, it works kind of like that search engine tool that a piece of content is out there and then it starts to ramp up in popularity. Just like more content I put on there for Google, my rankings get higher over time. It's not published and there I am on page one on Google. This is something that is fruitful, but it takes patience. And don't forget, you might have similar content, but you can repurpose it. You don't need brand new content every single day for the rest of your life. There are more specific strategies, but as I blog, I use that content, like I said, about 10 to 20 pieces, and name them directly and link them back. And as I update my website with new images or new information and content across the whole thing, I also pin those. And one more way you can pin, which I didn't mention, is of course to upload to Pinterest directly and then send that link to your website. You don't always need brand new content and it's easy to repurpose what you have, especially when you use things like Instagram to repin and you can go back every few months and repin a couple more and see what does well and then change or tweak things that you notice that are being pinned or being not pinned. I also noticed last night while Googling my business in different ways is that if I have pinned something specific, those pins can also pop up on Google or another search engine. So if I'm typing in uh, beach bachelorette party photo session, I have noticed that some of those pins pop up on Google's first page as well. So don't be afraid to do that because it's all overlapping and really just helping your SEO overall. So don't be afraid to experiment a little bit and see what works for you and for your business. Another difference is if you notice on Instagram and Facebook and other social media platforms, they usually have to already be following you and you have to earn their trust and earn that purchase. But Pinterest is you're providing value just by them searching and stumbling on your piece of content and you don't necessarily need them to build trust before they're clicking onto your website. It works the opposite. They usually click onto your website and you build that trust through that. They don't always know everything about you, unlike those other social media platforms where they watch and follow and watch everything you're doing. And they might like something eventually and maybe eventually purchase. But with Pinterest, if they are searching for your product or service, they're already building that trust by finding you, clicking onto your website, and then learning about what you offer which is kind of fun because I'm sitting here in my pajamas and I can be using Pinterest for my business in a way where I don't have to show up every day 
in front of the camera and look a certain way. Pinterest works kind of on the back end of that where they're searching for me and then building that trust after. And a few ways you can experiment is with multiple pins, different designs, using vertical, horizontal, using different words, different colors, video, using all the same piece of content and slightly changing things directed to your website. It's easy then to see which content is working by watching what is being repinned and gives you an insight on how your ideal client is pinning and searching and connecting with your content. What works for me specifically might not work for you depending on your ideal client and what you're offering. But try those new features and just watch what gets pinned and how people interact. And don't forget to add in the feature if you use a computer for website building so all images automatically can be pinned. It saves a ton of time. When I first started kind of digging in and listening to podcasts about Pinterest specifically, I kind of rolled my eyes to be honest. And then I kind of listened, realizing some of the things I've learned were true. And while I tried it out and paid more attention, sometimes, but I cannot recommend it enough for any kind of business you're running. And it's an easier way to experiment with SEO on a more basic level, especially if you're not really sure how to optimize your website alone, kind of behind the scenes. This is an easier way to do that and to see what works for you. So I hope you start to use it as a business person too, and soon notice a jump in website clicks and converting them into clients too. I will say this, I heard a lot of people talk about Pinterest lately and they said you should be pinning 10 to 20 pieces of content every single day. And guess who's not doing that? My arm is raised. But it has made me design and be more aware of what kind of things people are pinning. And to do that, I have been very specific on freebies and what I'm offering and how I showcase that on my website. So it has made me a better blogger, although it is not an everyday thing. I try to do it about twice a week-ish. And then post things that people want to see and ways for them to find me. And then when I am posting those blog posts, that's when I try to do the 10 to 20 pieces of content. But if you want to experiment, start with Instagram or go back to already written blog posts on your website and start pinning that way and just see what a difference it's going to make. And then try to be more intentional with what you're writing and how you're designing those pieces of content on your website to then re pin so that you're always repurposing content you already have. And if you're listening to this and you go, oh my gosh, there's so much information. I don't know how to do it correctly. Just pin something. Go to your website and pin a few pieces of content. Just start there. Reorganize your Pinterest to have boards that fit your brand and just start pinning like a user. You can't go wrong with this. It's not a fail or one way to do this. And if you're doing it, everyone's going to know you're doing it wrong or that it's not being repinned. No, no one's going to know if your pin is being repinned or not. It's not like other social media platforms where you're not going to get likes and everyone sees those. It's not a big deal. So just try to go and pin some content from your website and see what happens and be more intentional with your SEO on your website and those alt texts and naming your content as well. It's going to make a difference. So start now. If you liked this episode or any of the other episodes, I would love if you shared it and then sent it to me. So go ahead and go to your favorite episode or one recent you liked, screenshot it, and then tag me on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Shine Podcast with Shauna Star. I would love to see the ones that you're loving and sharing, and then I can share it as well. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. And as always, keep shining.